Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy detective. Oh, Jordan, I've got I've got big news for the Jordan Jesse Go fan community. Wow. Um. Wait. It's so okay. Hold on. Who is this news for? Is this for you know the casual listener who dips in every now and then, or? You know, maybe the new listener who tuned in for our great guest today. Is that for them or is this for is this for diehards? Is this for people who have, you know, manila folders full of our press clippings? Jordan, how long have we been doing this show? Boy, seven years, six how, years. How many times have I done anything that didn't alienate everyone who hasn't listened to every episode? Oh, good point. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, casual fans, maybe fast forward a little bit or, I don't know, just keep driving. I'll give it – Check I'll, your texts. As, as, many, Twitter. as many regular mm-hmm. listeners know, there are two major psychodramas going on in my home mm-hmm. at the moment involving my son, Simon, mm-hmm. who's four years old. One is his continuing battle with the eyes and nose light. Mm-hmm. The eyes and nose light is a street lamp outside of our house that he thinks looks like it has eyes and a nose. Now, again, just thinking of these thinking of these casual listeners, right. you should probably say how old your son is. I said four. Oh, okay. Did you? Did. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought maybe they my were envisioning some sort of 16. 16. <laughs> developmentally disabled 16-year-old. <laughs> um, uh, so, okay, so uh, he's got this continuing battle mm-hmm. with his worst enemy, the eyes and nose mm-hmm. light. And he has an alter ego, which is when he takes the Ikea, uh, the Ikea uh, uh, comforter mm-hmm. that's on his bed, puts it over his head when he's supposed to be sleeping, and then walks out into the living room. Uh, this is called Blanket Plump. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> blanket Plump is completely distinct from Simon. He will not answer to Simon. When he's got the blanket over his head, his name is Blanket Plump, and all you can do is ask Blanket Plump to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, So, two two big pieces of news. Mm -hmm. Uh, When last we heard, the eyes and nose light had a friend down the street Mm -hmm. whose name was Basket Light, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a basketball hoop that Mm -hmm. a neighbor a few doors down has. Um, It's not light up in any way, but it's about the height of a... Light, so you think that's where that's coming from? It's light-like in shape. Sure. I mean, if you imagine a street lamp. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a pole with a, you know, bulbous, you know, protrusion at the top. Fr- I get it. Frankly, the only thing that, the only similar things that my son is capable of uh, uh, distinguishing between are the members of Paw Patrol mm-hmm. and the various deep-sea creatures covered in uh, the Octonauts. Mm-hmm. So, first piece of news uh, Simon has made friends with the eyes and nose light. Hey, now, now, I mean, did, I mean, was this, you know, they just like ran into each other and were kind of forced to make chit chat, like, you know, I like think, at Whole Foods or something like that? I think what happened is, um, uh, Simon was upset because he'd just been fired mm-hmm. from work. Sure. Um, and he was sort of storming down the street. And then the eyes and nose light was coming out of a bakery holding a big tray of like bread and rolls, oh, croissants, sure. and coffees. And that pow, ran into each other. And then they looked up. They recognized each other from being enemies. And they realized that deep down. Right. They're not so different. So Simon was outside in the, in the front yard with uh, my wife, Teresa, 
uh, looking at the stars. Mm-hmm. Something they Simon sometimes demands to look at the stars. That is a, wholesome as shit, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that a, is. Did they also smell a pie that was cooling on a windowsill? Or <laughs> they're not hobos. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if they stole they it, write if they stole secrets, it, write some secret symbols on the gate in they, shock. I didn't say they stole the pie. I said they, you know, enjoyed it and the, you know, kind of wavy white lines that were wafting off it. Anyway. Uh, so Simon said, wait, before we go in, mm-hmm. I, I need to say hello to my friend, mm-hmm. Eyes and Nose Light. Mm-hmm. And he dragged Teresa down the street to where it is and said... Hi, eyes and nose light. I love you. <laughs> Do you think they're moving a little fast? Uh, yeah. But, you know, that's how it goes. I mean, one montage later. Yeah, sure. You know? Um, so that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is a blanket plump update. Mm. Uh, my son's full, full given name is Simon Lee Everett Thorne. Mm-hmm. Lee Everett being a family name, my father's name, uh, my grandfather's name, my great-grandfather's name. So uh, Simon's full name, Simon Lee Everett Thorne, uh, he only answers to Simon the astronaut. Mm-hmm. So he has announced that he has a new name, which is Simon Lee Everett Blanket Plump Thorne the astronaut. Mm. So Boy. I just want to get that out in the open. I just wanted to get... So now you will be, just out of respect, when you refer to him, you will be referring to him as... That's an interesting uh, question. I don't Simon know. Simon Lee Everett Blanket Plump Thorn the Astronaut. Yeah, I mean, I think there must be a way to shorten that. I don't know what part of it. I mean, the astronaut seems like it would be the title. So be. Mr. Thorn the Astronaut? Slubbup. I'm trying to make a little acronym or something here with it. Do you see what I'm doing? Yeah. Maybe you could, you know. Well, I'll like how isn't Jeb isn't Jeb Bush an acronym for something? Isn't it like John Jack Off Extreme? <laughs> yes, Jack Off Extreme Bush. <laughs> anyway, I was thinking maybe you could make something like that. Uh, <laughs> I also I have a new name for my son Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been wearing these cowboy boots around the house. Yeah. With no pants, uh-huh. usually. <laughs> a lot of times it's just a shirt, his Woody hat. Mm-hmm. That's his hat that's like uh, Woody from uh, Toy Story. Sure. And, uh, and then... Not his hat that says, this machine kills fascists. <laughs> no. His Woody Guthrie hat. <laughs> no, nor his hat with a picture of a boner on it. Right. <laughs> these, are all, <laughs> these are all separate Woody hats. <laughs> yeah, the boner hat's just for church. Uh-huh. And the well, Woody Guthrie hat's just for Bonnaroo. Mm-hmm. So uh, the one <laughs> he wears like a cowboy type hat, mm-hmm. and then he'll wear a shirt <laughs> that looks like Woody's shirt, mm-hmm. and then nothing until his boots mm-hmm. and his boots. Yeah, his new name's Bootsy. Oh, I like that. I know, isn't that? Did nice? he come up with that, or did you come up with that? I came up with it. Okay, because it was he's hilarious. He's not quite. He's not quite. Able coming to up, walk in cowboy boots? Well, I was going to say coming up with his own nickname age. Uh, no, no, not at all. Okay. Uh, he uh, he sort of slides and and totters around our house mm-hmm. in these cowboy boots. Like he's pretty strong at walking with no shoes or rubber shoes. Mm-hmm. Cowboy boots, no siree. He is no yeah. urban cowboy yet. Sure. Yeah, he's a real rhinestone cowboy thus far. <laughs> <laughs> Thought about getting him some line dancing classes. Exactly. Okay, should we introduce our guest? Yeah. Uh, he's the star and creator of the new Netflix television series Love. 
Uh, he is a beloved past guest on Jordan Jesse Go mm-hmm. some 10 years ago. Um, and by beloved, I mean reviled. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> probably the star of the, our favorite thing we ever did on the show that everyone who listened to the show at the time hated. Um, he is... Uh, uh, he's the co-writer of the upcoming uh, Pee Wee Herman film. Uh, he is uh, one of our favorite entertainers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the star of the film. Oh, shit. What was the name of that movie? <laughs> Come on, Paul. What was the name of that movie? I Love You, Beth Cooper. This film, <laughs> I Love You, Beth Cooper, which I watched and he was quite good in. Mr. Paul Russ. Hey. Hi, Paul. How are you, buddy? Thanks for having me, guys. Great to to have you on the show. It's good to be back. Am I allowed to tell you yet, uh, am I allowed to say on the air yet uh, how much I love the new Pee Wee movie that you co-wrote? That's nice of you to say. I don't think there's a gag order on compliments. (laughs) Yes. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I got to see it. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, that's nice to Paul's the only guy I know, Paul's the only guy I know who loves loves Pee Wee as much as I do, so I was quite thrilled when he got into the Pee Wee business. I remember when you gave me the uh, Pee Wee uh, trading cards set. There you go. Yeah, that was awesome. It was like a little Paul Paul Rust, he loves Pee Wee. Yeah. He loves Beth Cooper. (laughs) The two main things that he loves. And the, the show, love. Okay, so <laughs> I'm sensing a theme, Paul. <laughs> Paul, okay, so wait. So we had we had a discussion that we had to table mm-hmm. uh, because it got too hot outside. Right. Not physically hot, just the yeah. the dialogue got hot, like McLaughlin group style. <laughs> sure. Well, I got a little physically hot as we were talking about. Yeah, I mean, it there's too, you so. know when you're in when you're in this business that we're in, right. Uh, there's a little. Fr- what do we yeah. call that business? Uh, you know, <laughs> show it audio audio <laughs> audio bullshit. Show it, Jason. Yeah, <laughs> unpopular podcasting. Right. Yes, that's it for the world of unpopular podcasting. Uh, there's a phrase that comes up a lot. Uh, you know, when you're in our line of work, right? You're having a conversation, and and something. Something starts to tingle in the back of your oh in the God. back of your neck. It's a little. <laughs> Can I guess what the what the phrase was? Yeah. Spoiler alert. No, that's not the one. <laughs> Can I guess? Uh, yeah. Netflix and chill. That, no, that's not the one either. But uh, that is a fun way to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> to facilitate fucking. Would I guess you say I that say. a good thing to a good thing to Netflix and chill with would be Paul Rust's new series Love on Netflix now? Well, no, I would say not because. You'd be too engrossed. It's hard to eat pussy when you're laughing so hard. (laughs) Listen, I have seen several episodes of this program. Does Netflix have a box? Because can we put that on the back, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Could just, be, yeah. That blurb will just flash up on screen while you're watching. Yeah, it. yeah. That was uh, that reminds me of my friend uh, Chris had a really funny observation about Porky's and movies <laughs> of those ilk, which yeah. is like. Sure, I'm laughing, but I wish I had a boner right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jordan, yeah. you were saying there's a phrase that comes up often when when, yeah. when marginal show business figures like ourselves mm-hmm. are talking with a major show business figure like our yeah. friend Paul Russ. So here. you know, something mm-hmm. something happens. They somebody you know somebody starts in on a topic, and you hear some <laughs> keywords, and you feel, you feel a little tingle in the back of your uh-huh. neck, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you open up your mouth and you say, "Hey, let's save this for the podcast." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So the thing that we were talking about that I we had a were... third guess as to what the phrase was. Hmm. 
uh, I don't know if I didn't hear if you said what it actually is, but yeah. can I go ahead and take my third guess? Uh, is it? I heard everything up sure. to you just open up your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Noah's Arcade? You got to bust a move where the games are played. <laughs> it's chill. It's fresh. Noah's Arcade. Uh, Paul, you were saying to us that you uh, you not only loved the Ernest films mm. as a kid, mm-hmm. uh, the True. Jim Varney car commercials that spun off into films? Not just car commercials. Mellow Yellow? <laughs> did some Mellow Yellow commercials as He well? was like a character created for a local car commercial mm-hmm. that then was franchised into first other local car commercials in other areas. Mm-hmm. Right. And then other types of commercials became so popular that he received a series of films. <laughs> so you not only loved them as a kid, but also uh, loved them as an adult so much that you bought some sort of boxed set? Yeah, and they couldn't be in cheaper packaging. Yeah. Because they're like <laughs> 10 movies. Right. And they were kind of... Um, they don't come in like a collectible tin earnest head that like latches open. <laughs> and a blue denim vest pops out of it. Right. <laughs> immediately drops on you. <laughs> You're like, whoa, I'm Ernest now. <laughs> Vern? <laughs> I don't really know what they're about. Uh, yeah, it was like in a weird, cheap, like, cardboard. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then, like, the thing where you open it up and then it falls out because it's not, like, even held tight. <laughs> there's, there's loose DVDs. Yeah, yeah. This is what you get for buying deluxe box set collections at the truck stop. <laughs> That's true. It had a very truck stop oh, feel. I guess I said DVDs. Are these Blu-rays? No, they are DVDs, okay. and they were, I think, ripped from the video. Okay, like, very cheap looking. Like, yeah. uh, um, this is like those like uh, those cartoon collections that you buy at Walgreens that have like oh yes. that have like the old Superman Heckle cartoon. Heckle and Jekyll. On them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm I'm here for stuff for dinner, but I might want to watch three episodes of Screwy Squirrel later. <laughs> Man, uh, if only there was – if only my Sudafed came with a side of anthropomorphic <laughs> racism. Sure. Uh, yeah, so uh, no, I loved Ernest a lot. And honestly, it probably was like, um, you know, after you read that month's Mad, you buy Cracked because you're like, eh, it's sure. not as good, but I'm Jonesing. Sure. I think, I think Ernest was like the Cracked version of – Pee-wee. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense because I legit. I mean, I loved Ernest in Ernest in Ernest, and I think I must have stopped. I don't. I don't. I've never seen an Ernest film as an adult, mm. and I don't remember anything that happens in any of the Ernest movies. So I must have stopped at the very least before I thought that Fire Marshal. Bill was the funniest thing in the world, <laughs> which was probably the last thing that I thought was the funniest thing in the world that I now am embarrassed by. Oh, that was the stopping off point for you. Like you then after it, yeah. that, it was like, you yeah. know, I thought like whatever Mike Myers Wayne's World was the funniest thing in the world, which as we learned earlier in this sure. very episode, I up. still believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she has a bow in her head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can let's remember to talk about Wayne's World. Okay, but we're talking awesome. about we're talking about Ernest right now. Yeah. So, hey, do you when you bought this box set? When was the last time you'd seen an Ernest movie? It might have been probably sixth grade. 
uh, when I went and saw Ernest Scared Stupid with my dad. Now, is that the final Ernest film? No, there were many more <laughs> <laughs> that were direct to rental. Oh, okay, sure. But Scared Have Stupid Have you heard was... of Fat Beach? <laughs> I, oh, I mean, Jesse, I've made it a blockbuster night, okay? Uh, you don't have to tell me about Fat Beach. Yeah, so that's an earnest movie. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. But I think Scared Stupid was the last uh, theatrical yeah. release. Yeah, I definitely remember, like, having an opportunity to see Ernest Scared Stupid in the theaters. Like, you know, remember uh, friends going and not going. I think Ghost to Jail was the first movie I saw by myself in the theater. Okay. Which, and uh, Mine was Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. <laughs> nope. So both uh, Disney films. Yeah. The parents were okay with that. Mm-hmm. Set it off to uh, – but uh, yes. So I rewatched it. I hadn't, I guess, watched it since I was 11 or 12 and uh, surprise, surprise, they're pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're no good. How many are there total? Uh, okay. Let's see. You got Goes to Camp, mm-hmm. Scared Stupid – Goes to jail. No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm doing them in order. And I have to do them in order. The first two were the two that I saw. Goes Goes to to camp. camp. Saves Christmas. Okay. Goes to jail. I saw goes to jail. I feel like I saw goes to jail and goes to camp. Goes to jail is legitimately the best one. Okay. So if you're going to watch an earnest movie with with Simon and Oscar, perhaps, sit him down for goes to jail. So sorry, goes to jail is the first. No, goes to camp was the first. Okay, go camp. Right, and they they mirror perfectly the uh, somebody's life. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. yeah you go to right. camp first. A child goes to camp. And then you save Christmas debts. <laughs> then you go to jail. Uh, right. And then you get scared stupid. Okay. This is a story that's been told since the ancient Greeks. Right. <laughs> this was Odysseus's journey. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, it's a bit of a blur. I know that there's... Uh, slam dunk Ernest. <laughs> Ernest fucks the Sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest rides again, which mm. I never knew what the premise of that one was. Uh, but he's back. Ernest goes to Africa, which I'm sure is uncomplicated in its politics. <laughs> <laughs> probably sensitive, too. I mean, I would Certainly, say. Yeah. No doubt. I would say it probably has a little bit of a heckle and jekyll vibe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, there's probably one or two more. Yeah. I, I think they were shooting one. At, before he he passed away. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. uh, yeah. maybe it, it was his big, probably going to be his big comeback. <laughs> Ernest Netflixes and chills. <laughs> uh, so wait. So how many of them did you manage to make it through while you were reliving? Like, how much was enough to know that you you had sufficiently relived your age six, seven, and eight? It was with a group of friends. Mm, peer pressure. Mm. <laughs> You mean when I just recently watched it, my yes. friends pressured me. Uh, I think I had bought it online and, you know, so, sort of sent out an email like, I got the Ernest movies. Let's <laughs> to come over and watch. And then I think it was, uh, yes, it was Ernest Goes to Africa was the one we watched. Because like <laughs> that had the highest potential for laughs. For discomfort. L- yeah. L-A-F-F-S laughs. Yeah. I watched Crocodile Dundee. Did I mention that on no. the show? I watched Crocodile Dundee. Three weeks ago. Wow. Uh, What were the circumstances? The circumstances were my wife and I were at a cabin and uh, they had Netflix on the little TV. Oh, uh uh-huh. And uh, our children were in bed Mm -hmm. and we were so excited. But the the remote, so you had – the remote was stuck and so it was stuck under search (laughs) and you – 
the letters C-R-O-C were typed in, <laughs> and you couldn't search for anything else, but you could get something from the little menu to the right we tried that to began watch a or contained. We tried to watch Sure. <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> right. I don't... I, it, okay, so number one, if you go to any Vacation Homes Netflix, mm. <clears throat> the fucking shit that it tells you to watch, mm. like, I find that the suggestions for Netflix for what I should watch mm-hmm. are such a fucking disaster area at this point. It used to be Netflix was the – and forgive me for saying this about your employer. It's a great service. Mm. Uh, it used to be Netflix. saw my hands whole going thing, into fists. <laughs> whole, thing was, uh, whole thing was like recommending the perfect thing to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seem to have completely abandoned that. <laughs> uh, the, the amount of things that I think just – that are number one on the list that I think – what could possibly have led this robot to think that I wanted to watch this? But if you go – you think that's bad at your house and then you go to a place where just a series of random people have been there and it just wants you to watch like fucking uh, wrestling movies, like uh, films starring wrestlers sure. that aren't the rock. <laughs> like a – right, like a, a suburban commando. Yes, but like contemporary versions of that, like Taken starring Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, wow. They do do those, don't they? Oh, yes. now they do those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got it right. Like the same company that probably just makes those weird Nicolas Cage movies you've never right. heard of probably also sticks mm-hmm. Triple H into something super like that. Super weird <laughs> animes, like super weird animes always comes up on there. Just super sad, like <clears throat> Discovery Channel reality shows. <laughs> just like uh... boom, 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 boom. And my wife and I were looking for something. Honestly, we were looking for something that would have zero challenges mm, in it right. because and was less than 90 minutes long. Of course. And so we watched Crocodile Dundee, which my wife had never seen. Uh, I'll say – I'll give you a few critical evaluations mm-hmm. of Crocodile Dundee Please. 25 Please. years later, yeah. 30 years later, whatever it is. Suburban Commando had Paul Hogan. Oh. Or uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, right. Crocodile Dundee has Paul Hogan. Hogan. We wanted to keep it in the Hogan family. <laughs> <Hey. Yeah. laughs> wow. Well, you know, they're all heroes. <laughs> we're, all little, we're all little clever boys. Yeah. <laughs> so, the prestige. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I, I have to say, first of all, you can absolutely understand why Crocodile Dundee was an international mm. phenomenon. Mm. Not the film. The character. Yes. Paul Hogan as Crocodile Dundee is undeniably delightful. Yeah. Charming. Charismatic. Like, completely charismatic and charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, though everything else about it is barely a movie. <laughs> like there's no plot to the movie. Like mm. you remember it having this grand plot. But really all that happens is they're in Australia for a little while. Then they're in New York for a little while. Then they're – then they have a big climactic love scene. Sure. Like that's it. Like there's no like – full penetration sex. <laughs> there's no – there's like no bad guy or anything. There's yeah. like a – Oh, really? Well, what about the guy who pulls out the knife that he doesn't think is a knife and then shows him something that's actually a knife? <laughs> what is – what? I, I know that. Is the, in the big movie. climactic love scene is they're on the subway platform in New York. They've decided to profess their love to each other, which they've been holding back. And they're yelling from one side of the subway platform to the other and the people are passing the message him? along. And then he climbs on top of everyone and walks over to Which her. I've heard is a, a joke that Americans didn't get because it's like an Australian joke. This is true. That like you would walk across like sheep. Oh, and so it's like you're supposed to laugh, like ha ha, he's doing what they do in Australia. Oh, funny, but they don't. Yeah. He doesn't do that at 
and in the Australia portion of this movie. I thought the joke was just no, that there's a lot of help. people in New York. <laughs> that too. Uh, sure. So, uh, like, I also, I also uh, a couple of years ago, watched Three Men and a Baby, mm-hmm. um, which I also found to have very charming stars and almost no jokes in the entire movie. <laughs> like, that was the York. thing. Like, Crocodile Dundee is, I, I guess, is a comedy, but, like, literally there are, like, three jokes in the movie. There's <laughs> that knife part. There's a part where... What are the, now, what's, can you describe the scene in which that happens? Uh, they're uh, on a street corner in New York, mm-hmm. and then the thing happens that you remember. That's it. <laughs> okay. And so a guy's like, hey, look at this knife. Guy, you trying like, to mug him? A guy, like, uh, a guy tries to mug him, mm-hmm. and then she says, give him, give him your money. He's got a knife. Mm-hmm. And Crocodile Dundee's confused. Mm-hmm. And he says, that's sure. not a knife. This sure. is a knife. Oh, then he yeah. says, this is a knife. And the guy runs away, and he, he never even understood that he was in danger. Mm. Uh, He's mm-hmm. a developmentally disabled <laughs> Sure, sure. I, I first saw Crocodile Dundee um, uh, in a hotel room. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where your parents – go to another town and they bring their kids and then you're like hanging out with your parents' <laughs> friend's kid like watching Crocodile sure. Dundee at a hotel room. Um, sure. But yeah, we've all One been there. of these. Yeah. yeah, I know that like, yeah, so as you're at a hotel and your it, parents... It more and more baffling as I was describing it. But... <laughs> yeah, your parents, so you're on a family Is vacation. Is your mother that prostitute from the Twitter story <laughs> earlier this year? Zola. Zola. But I, the one thing I remember, I don't remember much of the movie, but I remember me and this I must have been six or seven we had a bit that was cracking us up <laughs> which was that we would pretend to fall asleep and wake up very quickly <laughs> <laughs> so we'd go alright good night <laughs> morning <laughs> so that's that is, my hey that holds up that's a solid piece of still that's pretty funny good. That's not bad. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hello. I am comedian and television writer Guy Branham, and every week on Pop Rocket, I host a fun freewheeling conversation about all the aspects of pop culture you love to love with my friends and co-panelists. Digital strategist Winter Mitchell. Journalist Margaret Wappler. Academic and DJ Oliver Wang. And you guys, this conversation is not just something we do privately. It's available to you through the Information Superhighway. So please, subscribe to Pop Rocket on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Paul Rust. Crikey. <laughs> Classic Australian celebrity, Paul <laughs> Rust over there. It seems like maybe, yeah, I mean, is is Crocodile Dundee the next, you know, nostalgic comedy star that's going to get a little revival via these streaming services? Is he dead? 
No, I think, you know, I think Paul Hogan, uh, Paul Hogan had like a tax problem. Isn't he like holed up in Argentina somewhere? Oh, like he really? can't return to Australia? Let's get him back. Let's get, yeah, let's send in a team. Well, he's got that Subaru Outback money. How could he be having tax problems? Hey, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how the man spent his money. I know he visited our fair city in part three of the Dundee mm-hmm. triad. Mm. <laughs> you call it, some call it a trilogy. Nope. But you call it a triad. triad. Well, it's both a series of films and an Asian gang organization. <laughs> right, and a three-person gay relationship. <laughs> it's all of these things. It's all of these things. Uh, oh, but uh, Wayne's World? Can yeah. We, can what we a, talk about Wayne's World? But, uh, well, I've seen Wayne's World several times as an adult, mm. and every time I enjoy it fully. Yes. No, I have no problems with it. In fact, I would say that I enjoy it more as an adult mm-hmm. than I did as a kid. Like the parts that as a kid I thought were kind of boring with uh, Rob Lowe in them. Yeah. Uh, I now get what's funny about Rob Lowe's performance. Mountain uh, Dew, Pepsi and... Cola, Pink Chum Pop Pop. Yeah, the Rob Lowe stuff is great. I, uh, I too, when I rewatch it, I'm what I admire about it that I probably didn't grasp at the time is what a unique object. It is. Uh, yeah. There's no really movie like it where like they're doing breaking the fourth wall to talk to the camera, and then also I was doing commercial spoofs. Blown and... away when they talked to the camera. Like, yeah. I remember watching that and going like, "What?" Like oh, that's really, awesome. yeah, really feeling like I was seeing something new. I uh, I interviewed uh, Penelope Spheris mm. for uh, uh, Bullseye this past year because oh, there cool. was uh, the decline of Western civilization movies got mm. put out on mm-hmm. DVD. And um, she also directed Wayne's World. And um, she struck me as just a genuine mad woman. Mm. I mean, not mm-hmm. like non-functional, but just like completely uh, sui generis. Like just mm-hmm. her own person yeah. through and through. Like the fact that she had gotten to make any Hollywood movies, much less the Beverly Hillbillies, yeah. <laughs> which I think she also directed. <laughs> I saw an amazing movie that she made called uh, The Kid and I <clears throat> with Tom Arnold. And the behind-the-scenes story of it is insane, which is Tom Arnold lived next door to, like, a billionaire who's... Is this the movie or is this Tom Arnold's life? This is real life right okay. now. Okay, sure. He, his son was a huge True Lies fan. Uh-huh. And he wanted Tom Arnold to write and make a movie with his son who um, has some sort of condition. And... Yes, cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. I should have known. It's my name's in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, and but the um, he he um, so the dad wanted him to make write an action movie for Tom Arnold and his son to be in, and so then they ended up making that the premise of the movie, which is Tom Arnold is playing himself. Wow, and it. This billionaire asks him to make his son with who's his real life son. Yeah, and there's an amazing part where, you know, they they question sort of what's what's real, what's fact. Sure, and, yeah. And the way they do this is at the very end. Tom Arnold walks into a room, and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis from True Lies are standing there. And uh, oh wow, there's a close up of Tom Arnold goes, "What is real? <laughs> <laughs> was this a theatrically released movie? It was, yeah. Wow." But uh, if you can catch it, sure. Tom Arnold, uh, well, Tom Arnold was also on Bullseye mm-hmm. and is an unreal human being, like just amazing. Yeah, he's a tornado, huh? He is. He is a really amazing dude and legit super funny and yeah. uh, charming. Like I know. I uh, I 
I think he gets slagged on unfairly. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's Island. done a lot of horrible, horrible movies. <laughs> Maybe that's... But I mean, he, he, I think he's comfortable telling. He, yeah. he will cop to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he there... said, he, he very memorably said to me, like this second he saw me, that I looked like... Uh, the bouncer at a Hasidic strip club. He <laughs> <laughs> said that right over the top of his head. Yeah. It's uh, good. It's a good poll. Yeah. Um, good. There is a crazy guy on the website GoFundMe right now uh-huh. that has written a that has written a sequel to Wayne's World uh-huh. called Wayne's Wayne's Leisure World. Uh-huh. It's about oh Wayne and Garth as old men. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know. I mean, I got the Leisure World joke because it was the retirement community. That was what it was called where I grew up in Orange County, Leisure uh, World. And I remember that's, uh, that's where my grandparents lived. Oh yeah, yeah. My Leisure now World this is my this, th- there you go. This might th- I, listen. I'm I didn't make this joke. I'm about to relay a, a cruel joke that my dad made to me. Wow. So you were about to tell mm-hmm. a cruel joke. About my grandparents. Yes, specifically. Uh, yes, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. My dead grandparents. My, uh, my beloved dead the grandparents. Nerve. The nerve. Uh, I remember moderately a, beloved dead grandparents. I remember a handful of moments in my life where, like, it was just me and my dad, and he would like tell me a joke that I knew was like, oh, if mom was around, I would. Uh, mom was around, I would not be getting this joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we drove by it, and he called it Seizure World. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I apologize to your dead grandparents. I don't know if they died from seizures or seizure-related complications. That could complications. also be a play on SeaWorld. Oh, yeah, sure. If you wanted it to be. Yeah, the, I do, Paul. I do want it to be that. By the time I was in my teens. The thought of a penguin having a seizure is kind of cute, isn't it? Like it's just flopping around. <laughs> oh, a he, penguin. I just, thought you said a pig. Asking, oh, yeah. That, I mean, that, I was like, get that pig out of SeaWorld. <laughs> Yeah, take him to Land World, <laughs> which is where pigs belong. That's what they should call the zoo. <laughs> land World. Wow, I can't believe I'm seeing all the animals from land. Should we just end this episode? Yeah, right. So there's this guy, and he, so and he has this really, really badly photoshopped photo of Wayne and Garth with gray hair and wrinkles. Oh, boy. And he has, and you can go down this GoFundMe page and look at all of his rejection letters that he's gotten from just every agency and studio, and they none of them say they have read it. They're all saying, we don't accept these. We are returning it to you unopened. Uh, and yeah, and this guy, uh, and he always refers to the uh, to the Hollywood gatekeepers. He's like, the Hollywood gatekeepers what? don't want you to see this movie. Wouldn't he have to initially just get permission from Mike Myers? Wouldn't that be part of the... I don't know. I feel like if he's ta- if we're talking about gatekeepers he's going to have to deal with, he's going to have to deal with the Leisure World gatekeepers. Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's like, listen, Mike Myers has signed off. Dana Carvey has signed off. But the people at Leisure... So, yeah, this I'm is sorry, guy... sir, you're not on the list. You're not on the list. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Everyone wants to make a Leisure World movie. Uh, so yeah, this is some guy who I guess grew oh, up. Oh, I just meant the guy who mans the gate. Oh, okay. that was the Hollywood gate. The actual physical gate at right. Leisure World. <laughs> oh, there right. may be a second metaphorical gate with the yeah. Leisure World management Perhaps. that he has to Perhaps. get through. Yeah. But I mean, just to get into Leisure World, there's a gate there. I was envisioning a humor scenario where that was the hard part to get signed off was calling it Wade's Leisure World. <laughs> like everyone's ready to shoot, but we can't get the and if we can't get that title, we're mm. not going to do it. Right. That's their attitude. I like to imagine that he's in a car. Mm-hmm. He's got Wayne and Garth in the car with him. Mm-hmm. It may even be the Mirthmobile. 
Sure. Mm-hmm. And he's at the gate of Leisure World, and the guy that runs the gate won't open the arm for them. Mm, sure. They got all the movie trucks up, uh, and everything. Bohemian Rhapsody. And he's like, get in on it. <laughs> yeah, get him on in here. Get it in so on this guy is trying here. to raise, you know, $10,000 or whatever. I don't know what happens when he gets the money. Yeah. Because it's... Right. Does he portray <laughs> the characters himself in a clumps-like fashion? Yeah. <laughs> so this might be something I should look up and get the details for. I would love to Maybe see Maybe we can do it page. post... Yeah. After one of the breaks. That's a good idea. That's good. That's but this, a really good idea. Anyway, but this is out there. Paul, okay, so I have a question for you. Have you been on our program since a thousand years ago when it was in Koreatown in my apartment and you played, I want to say, Bart Simpson running for president? <laughs> <laughs> Presidential candidate. I, I, More were, relevant now than it's ever been, it, right? I believe it what was. What with all these cartoon characters running it, for office? <laughs> Sorry, guys. It was uh, you and your uh, your former comedy partner, Neil. Who's current. Now, current. Current. Yeah. Continuing it, comedy, par- comedy partner, Neil, who's now the head writer of uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Neil Campbell, yes. Uh, and one of you was, it was a presidential debate, I think. On the show, one of you was Bart <clears throat> Simpson, and one of you was the screenwriter of Look Who's Talking Too. <laughs> right. I yes. don't remember which we of you did was that, which. and then we we have done a subsequent one okay. that was at a, the Mount Washington. I think that was. I still remember. Is that the one that you're saying? The anger and confusion <laughs> that that led to in our probably at the time we had two thousand people listening to the show. But at all two thousand, two thousand, like eighteen hundred. <laughs> what the fuck was that? What did I just listen to? Was that so? Because I think at the time we would like we would pretend like it was real <clears throat> and yeah. not say we're about to do sure. a gag. Right, right, right. And that really upsets that's people. That upsets people because mm-hmm. they feel like they they're being tricked. Well, we're, well, I mean, we're I mean, we are first and foremost journalists. <laughs> right. Well, above all else, we yeah. wanted to hear the true thoughts of this screenwriter of Look Who's Talking. <laughs> we thought we were going to get an in-depth, <laughs> we've been denied. Yeah. Uh yeah, and uh, I think that was during a time that Neil and I were particularly uh Fascinated with the idea that <laughs> the Simpsons are real characters that exist in a Roger Rabbit like way in our reality, uh, and uh, also it was really it's fun to reference those characters because they're so beloved. Where people, I think, automatically assume if you're riffing on it, you're mocking it. I don't know if you guys have had this experience where you're like, no, I'm just riffing on it because I like it. Mm -hmm. But people, I don't know if it's because of the internet, the internet, Mm -hmm. uh, that people automatically assume if you're talking about it, you're kind of like mocking it. Right. And that's a big, I mean, that's a big problem, especially because you run into kind of a a fan community buzzsaw Mm -hmm. if you're going to make any kind of joke about look who's talking to. (laughs) (laughs) Serious fans. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> didn't quite make it through the sentence. You yeah. know what's fair game, Almost. though? Oddly enough, look who's talking now. They don't care about that <laughs> they one. They don't care about Strangely. that one. Yeah. It's non-canonical. Like, right, sure, why. yeah. It's a what if. It's in an else world. Sure. I had a buddy who was like really upset because his parents wouldn't let him uh, watch look who's talking. And everybody, <laughs> all the kids in his class did. And he was left out. But he, re- I, God, my friend John, he cracks me up. He told me that one time in like fifth or sixth grade. <laughs> In school, in class, in front of everybody, he referred to Saturday as Cartoon Day. Yeah. 
<laughs> Got mocked. You know, uh, it's funny. I also had some friends uh, as a kid who uh, could not watch. I get it. You guys had friends as kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you had business associates. <laughs> uh, whose parents? So these were the these were the like oddly religious people mm-hmm. on our block whose uh, family uh, did not believe in dinosaurs. Oh, wow, as a kid, okay. as a kid, I really loved dinosaurs and like to have them say, you know. So they didn't even think they existed, let alone... It yeah, was... yeah, uh, 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 scam, uh, scam by the museum industry. Mm-hmm. 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 Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, donations know. of $1 per person. I'm sure <laughs> right, yeah, raking, it, raking in. it in. Yeah, it's big business. <laughs> and I'm going to make a hunch maybe these parents were a little older than other parents? No, they no? were not. Oh, no, okay. yeah, these were... Uh, these were uh, Can I guess one mm-hmm. thing? Maybe they were white people. <laughs> these were whites. <laughs> yeah. These were two popular whites. Yeah. Um, so didn't believe in dinosaurs, uh, but this was the house uh, where I saw my first Freddy Krueger movies because they were absolutely wow. fine with showing Freddy Krueger movies. Weird. Uh, I think there was a uh, – they were big like sports family, so I think there was a sense of this will toughen them up. Oh, like this will okay. pr- produce tough, sports athletic – such as yourself. Yeah, right, exactly. So they sat me down in front of Fred Krueger and, uh, and that's uh, how you my, made, my shot put career. That's how you made varsity. Yeah. Do you remember which, uh, which uh, The original, and I also think I saw Dream Warriors there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was very scared of them. I did not like them as a kid. I was... It's uh, unsettling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but they could not watch Look Who's Talking. When I asked them why they could not l- watch Look Who's Talking... Uh, it, I remember he says, it's oh, it's because they show sperm... <laughs> <laughs> and then I think he's referring to that opening yeah, where yeah. where he comes and then you see like a you see like a like talking sperm going yeah, toward they, the egg. Yeah. And I think they're playing to, uh, I get around. I get around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess the parents did not want them to see it's the It's actually pretty uh I'll use the word sublime. It's sure. amazing when you see it. It's actually yeah, really yeah. good. But that yeah, I knew those the families that were like Violence was okay, yeah, but not sex. Sure, and that family was called America. Whoa! Sorry, guys. Hey, you were saying the cartoon characters? No, you're right. I I set the political. I set the precedent for uh, mind shattering satire. Um, my neighbor was a lady called Mrs. Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was an older black lady that was always threatening to kill my dog. Oh. <laughs> what movies did she like? I couldn't tell you. Why did she not like your dog? Because uh, sometimes it would pee on her house. In her house or? On her house. Oh, like on the Because we lived in, I lived in the city, so there was no grass or dirt or anything. So right. the, she would pee on like a telephone pole or something, but then sometimes... Yeah, She'd I didn't do know it in front her, of somebody's house. house is in the shape of a fire. And Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Love would come out and she would scream at us and tell us she was going to, I'm going to kill that dog. Whoa. Mm. That's a. She was not a loving woman. No, that's a tough her thing. Her name, to... it turned out, was ironic. <laughs> the main, the main, uh, uh, the main neighbors that that I uh, remember were her. We had an, another neighbor who became the first uh, transgender person to run for citywide office in a major mm-hmm. city. Uh, she she almost became the uh, uh, on the board of supervisors in San Francisco. And then my babysitter's my babysitter's mom, who was like a wino character from. Uh, movie in 1979, like wore like bell bottoms. <laughs> it's, it was sad more than anything else, yeah. but just like, uh, just kind of like, 
shook her whole body while she walked. That's amazing. <laughs> Glowing red nose. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like she was, she could have been a character from Car Wash, <laughs> basically, the... but in 1987. <laughs> Of all the breeds of, uh, of alcoholics, I feel like the wino is the most beloved. <laughs> sure. Yeah. They're the funniest. It's yeah. the most fun to laugh at them. <laughs> they love wine. Uh, guys, I have this GoFundMe page oh. pulled up for Wayne's World 3. Okay, great. That I Thank can, you. Wayne's uh, Leisure World. Wayne's Leisure World. Is it called Wayne's World 3 colon? Uh, World? Let's see. Wayne's World 3. Uh, okay, hold on. This, this is from a man named Trevor Schneider. Uh, by his photo here on GoFundMe, he looks to be about 55. Uh-huh. Uh, a humorless looking man. <laughs> uh, he is from North Bay, Ontario. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Facebook verified. Canadian like uh, Mr. Myers. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, clearly close close to his heart. Uh, although I guess the character was from Aurora, Illinois. Right. But, uh, you know, there's some kinship there. I have written a sequel to the movie Wayne's World. It is a well-crafted – it is well-crafted and brilliantly funny. Whoa. You could read my Wayne's Leisure World screenplay by following the link. So this is have available. you read it at You all? can read I have not read it. You, you haven't could, looked at the sides? You can watch the Wayne's Leisure World movie trailer by clicking on the following link. Oh, my God. Uh, my goal is to find an agent to represent my screenplay to Paramount Pictures. Any funds raised will be raised towards that objective. Hmm. Party on. Trevor Schneider. Uh, can we listen to? That. Yeah, let's I listen to listen some of the trailer. The trailer. Yeah. I will, let's Here, I'm gonna... Brian, Brian can load up the trailer so that we can. Oh, listen it's on to Dropbox. It. You have to like do- download this. Oh no. Okay, I can. Okay, we can. We can watch it here. Well, let's have let's have Brian load it up and he can play it through the board. Okay. So that it sounds yeah. Let's nice all hear the audience as it should. Brian, is this easy to find? Yeah. So we're really helping this guy with this campaign. Yeah. I mean, let's let's get the word out. <laughs> Opening pretty strong. Yeah. We got permission to use this. Yeah. So I mean that's where the GoFundMe money is going. It's a music licensing. Is this all just gonna be music, I wonder? Is there text popping up that's like Warning. This video contains unsolicited material. <laughs> You are watching the trailer to Wayne's World, released in 1992 by Paramount Pictures. Wayne and Garth are still fighting a good fight, but Paramount Pictures has refused to read our sequel, Wayne's Leisure World. It is a story that demands to be told. It is the year 2047. Wayne and Garth have settled down and are enjoying their golden years. Not. As you know, the future is never a happy place. The world has gone mental. Vegetarians run wild. Wow. Everyone's listening to whale music. An evil genius has cornered the synthetic food market. And don't get us started about robots. Will rock and roll oh save God. the day? We may never know. What is Paramount Pictures hiding? For 23 years, we have played by Hollywood's rules. Today, we are taking the offensive. Help us mount a social media blitz that will take Fortress Hollywood by storm. The story must be told before it's too late. There's still time to change the course of history. Read the screenplay and judge for yourself. Share the story before it's too late. Wow. Wow. Okay. So can we address the, the <laughs> How two? he doesn't know how to say not? <laughs> not? 
The not. Things, the things He's that, only read the Wage World novelization. The things that He's make the future, the things that make the future dystopian mm. in Wayne's World Three, Wayne's Leisure World, are things from before Wayne's World. Right. Like not, right. whale songs and sure. vegetarians. Yeah. Nope. These are things from like 1980. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is like they, this is probably stuff they cut out of Demolition Man, like <laughs> this dystopian. Go. Future disco has gone wild. Sure. <laughs> Will rock and roll ever return? Everyone's eating yogurt. <laughs> oh no! I was a, I was really afraid that that whale songs was going to be rap music. Oh well, we will be. Yeah, what's the finished project? Uh, it's funny that it, his main angle on it is taken on Paramount. Like, yeah, sort of. What a, are they hiding? What are they what hiding? Are they Disinterest hiding? in reading a man from Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> you should be happy they're hiding their what's under the basket. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does make it sound like an Illuminati plot. Well, what's to interesting keep him down with that is, uh, and this is a sincere common guys. Sure. The, I think the reason Wayne's World will last forever is I do think there's like a nice little idea of sort of um, hey, we have something that's organic and underground and when a corporation sees that they can make money off it, they'll pluck down you know, and and pull something out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Super deluxe. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, right. they, they hear the kids are doing something cool and they're sure. like, hey, we could uh, sell Doritos with the... Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not to... Get too yeah. Cool. But... Uh, and what's interesting, like what let's I, uh, let's promote Halliburton on Snapchat. <laughs> let's get the kids to buy some Blackwater stock. Well, well, I just don't want to get you in trouble with alternative comedy web platforms that failed ten years ago. <laughs> oh, I'm sure going to be waiting outside. Super Deluxe is back. They're back yeah. and better than Can ever. Can I tell you something about one aside about Super mm-hmm. Deluxe? Yeah. One time I visited uh, I visited uh, Cartoon Network Adult Swim in Atlanta. <laughs> And uh, the guy who mm-hmm. runs AdultSwim.com was my host, and he was walking me around, and he said, hey, you want to know what's in this closet? And he opens this closet door, and he goes, that's super deluxe. And then he closes the <laughs> door, so and it was just like a rack of DVDs. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, and then Wayne's World was coming out around the time that I think like um, – uh, grunge was sort of breaking through, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this movie was sensing whatever was going on. At we the should, time. by the way, we should mention that we don't have a CISO show. We're the last entertainers in the sure, world yeah. without a CISO show. You so, gotta get, that gotta get a CISO. If anybody wants CISO. to give us a CISO show, we're open. Mm-hmm. We're available. So you're on record. All this stuff applies only to Super Deluxe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just want to make that clear. Yes, yeah, only Super Deluxe. Yeah, yeah, um, but. Yeah, so it's interesting that then this guy – I'm saying interesting a lot when it's not. But uh, <laughs> the guy who's running this GoFundMe, that seems to be his angle. So maybe that something spoke to him about Wayne's World that he's like, yeah, sure. his corporate interests at Gulf – in Gulf and Western. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you guys want to guess how much money he's made so far? Yes. Mm-hmm. Negative how? six cents. <laughs> yes, I know. Right. Uh, what, well, are he had there, to pay Kinko's much? to use the computer <laughs> to make the GoFundMe page. Are there any gift surprises? <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, there are some. Because uh, that's what I'm in. I, that, I don't mm-hmm. think I can judge. There are perks. Without knowing about the, you know, with membership. Right. Perks. Paul, I don't know if you know this. <laughs> no, I know. Okay. So You're for $5. Uh, and you get a PDF of the screenplay. and That's a... pretty nice. Is it the same one that's linked to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the... 
Uh, oh, a PDF of the poster. Oh. Uh, which, as I mentioned, it was Wayne and Garth with gray hair. Okay. And a, a I'm doing quotation marks here, and a big thank you for helping us storm the barricades of Fortress Hollywood. Oh, a big Jeez. thank. A big thank you for. You know, isn't that, is that not a regional chocolate bar? <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a graham cracker. It's a, there's a graham cracker in it. You have to go to Vancouver and get it. But. Uh, $10, same thing. $25, <laughs> gratitude, uh, crusade against Fortress Hollywood. Uh, $50, yeah, same thing. $100. Wait, $50 is then a PDF of the scripts? And so, and so for all these, you get a PDF of the screenplay and a PDF of the poster and appreciation for bravely supporting our struggle against Fortress Hollywood. I say $365. Okay. And, oh, and uh, for 100 Wait, this could be a okay. game changer. <laughs> but you get you get called you get a, a date with Christina Hendricks. Yeah, you get called a producer. <laughs> okay. Oh. I still say three hundred sixty-five dollars. Okay. okay. Paul, he is looking for. I'll say I'll say forty-two dollars. Five hundred forty dollars. Five hundred forty dollars. And the price is right. You didn't go over. Yeah. Get to go to that showcase showdown. Yeah. Win a Congratulations set. to me. Yeah. We'll be back great. in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Paul Rust, sand collector. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's you guys classic. saw him? I got sand yeah. out of my pocket Sure. Here, coming out of my ears. Mm-hmm. Can I share with you Can I share with you a very brief anecdote that I, I've, I wrote down in my phone so sure. that I wouldn't remember? Please. So that I would remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought a car. Mm-hmm. Um, vroom, vroom. I know, I know. And I was at the car dealership, mm-hmm. and I was absolutely – I had no plan to buy a car on this visit. My wife and I just wanted to drive this car. Mm-hmm. And it's a Rolls-Royce. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say Rolls-Royce? I meant Volvo station. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so we're at the Volvo dealership, mm-hmm. and um, uh, the uh, – the salesman has an odd kind of gentle bumbling quality to him. Sure. Which I don't know if that's specific to Swedish car dealerships. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think in general, pe- people who – I mean, I've done – I did some car shopping recently. Yeah, you did before you bought that Prius. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, it seems like a car salesman is like is, – it's right. It's a guy who has has failed. Like it's a guy who like didn't – I don't know. Who do the- – <laughs> But they got to be able to close, yes. right? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. It's probably a fine life being a car salesman, but it, it right. It, it, I think the idea of them being like slick guys, mm-hmm. like smooth talking, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, king of the neighborhood types. Yeah, I feel like I visited another car dealership, and the dealer there mm-hmm. or the salesman there mm-hmm. was a man whose second language was English, and I felt like he was yelling at me mm-hmm. the whole time. <laughs> sure. Um, anyway, so Patrick, my salesman mm-hmm. at Rusnak Volvo, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Patrick, very nice man. Th- yeah. There was a moment when he sold me a car, mm-hmm. like when he <clears throat> absolutely positively sure. closed the deal. Mm-hmm. And it was when I said something about the interior of the car, like, oh, this one, this one has, oh, it looks like this one has the built-in booster seats, I believe what mm-hmm. it was what it sure. was. Mm-hmm. A big appeal, like a <clears throat> young family. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, oh, this is, this is uh, this one has a built-in booster seats, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And he went, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Was that a question I was spacing out? <laughs> You're like, that's sold. Sold. Oh, yeah. sold. That's great. A man who sold. can own up to spacing out. I just want a ribbon of honesty yeah. in this sea sold. of dishonesty. Close. I mean, is, uh. is that a technique? Is he like, I'm going to blow people away? Maybe Even how is, real I if am. If he learned that at a sales seminar. Sure. I am. I think it's the greatest sales seminar ever. You know, it's a sales version of nagging. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe it's, you know, kind of a thing where... You know, you're, you're Taylor Swift's, you're Jennifer Lawrence's, you know, real celebrities. J-Law? Celebrities who are real. Like down to earth. Oh. Like okay. me and my friends. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know how they'll trip or they'll, you mm. know, photobomb someone in a mm-hmm. less than flattering mm-hmm. way. This, you know, this endears them to everyone because they're not, you know, some celebrity on a pedestal. They're like me and my friends. So, so do you think this is a technique where he's like, oh, you know, I know that the car salesman is seen as this kind of slick, you know, smooth-talking type, I'm going to space out and see more down-to-earth. Uh, there was another great moment, mm-hmm. uh, which was they delivered the car to my house, mm-hmm. um, and he was there, and he was go- taking me through, you know, f- you, if you buy a car, um, there like there's a part where after you bought it, the salesman takes you through the features, mm-hmm. like helps you mm-hmm. set up the yep. p- presets on the radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, a neighbor of mine was walking his dog and walked past and said, oh, that's a, that's a nice car as he was walking by. I was like, oh, thank you. As it was getting del- – oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. And uh, uh, my – the Patrick from Rusnak mm-hmm. Volvo, uh, he goes uh, – he goes, uh, oh, uh, you know, uh, I could sell you one if you want. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. It's good. Wow. And, the, and my neighbor said, "Oh, it's that's you know that's I'm, that's not in my price range." And he says, <laughs> "Patrick goes, we got old ones, <laughs> man, as old as you." Okay, so Patrick, so Patrick still knows how to go for the jugular when <laughs> when he needs to. We got old ones. Getting to hear somebody though say that's a nice car as it's being delivered to you is like on a first date. The waiter saying, like, you guys make a good couple. Yeah. Like, oh, I made the right choice here. A waiter did that to me once. It was great. Yeah? Yeah. Felt good, I bet. Mm -hmm. Did. Felt nice. Did you fuck the waiter? (laughs) (laughs) No. But he fucked my friend in front of me. (laughs) Well, I know you're all about that cuck lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, friend cucking. Definitely a subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag friend cuck. Reddit slash r slash friend. But we're, we're in our 30s. So <laughs> sure. Cuck youngie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway. Yeah. Um, this and more is part of the virtuous... <laughs> the virtuous and high-minded content that we <laughs> hope that you'll support in the upcoming Max Fun Drive. Mm-hmm. It's coming up, so they. So I guess next episode, yeah, will be our first Max Fun Drive episode. Yeah, uh, raising money. Yeah, giving away cool prizes. Oh yeah, can we tease those prizes, Jesse? A PDF of <laughs> the Wayne's Leisure World. World. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, listen, I know we just plugged a big online fundraiser. <laughs> if you have any money left from supporting Wayne's Leisure World, <laughs> if if you support us at the mm-hmm. Jordan's Platinum Angels level. Mm-hmm. I will buy you a complete set of all of the Ernest movies. (laughs) 
How much did it cost? Right now you're holding up a piece of paper that says, can I have yours? (laughs) How much did it cost? I think it was like uh, $25. Okay, done. Great. Great. It might be used. (laughs) Sure. I might just... Whatever they have on half.com. Steal it. (laughs) Steal it from Paul's house. Uh, So we got cool prizes. Yeah. Amazing prizes. I cannot reveal okay, any of the prizes. Okay, but they're amazing. I have been working. Uh, we have a crack team. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Uh, many many people know Lindsay Pavlos, who works here in the office. My wife, Teresa, mm-hmm. and our newest employee, Stacey Molsky, mm-hmm. have been working for months on the amazing. There is something. Do you remember Megan Lynn Cott, the artist who did the uh, cat calendar yes. a year mm-hmm. ago? So a year ago, uh-huh. we offered a calendar of all of the Max Fun personalities <laughs> as cats. Oh, that's good. Uh, that was painted yeah. by Megan Lynn Cott, mm-hmm. a very brilliant artist from Oakland. Uh, Megan has uh, Megan has worked on a really amazing graphic design project for us this mm-hmm. time. I can't reveal too much about it besides mm-hmm. that it's something that would really come in handy if you were a hobo mm-hmm. or a hobo's dog mm-hmm. uh, or a cowboy. Okay. I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, interesting. I'm going to leave it at that like a rodeo cowboy. So we got, mm-hmm. we got cool, cool prizes. Yeah. Uh, bonus episodes for every single gosh darn Max Fun show. Yeah, we're about to we're going to record a bonus episode with Sunny D on the microphone where we answer all of your questions. And there are literally what there's like ten bonus, fifteen twenty bonus episodes of Jordan Jesse Go that you can get access to now. Yeah, uh, so if you're if you if you're a new donor, you get access to all this bonus stuff that's been building up throughout the years. That's uh, tons and tons of uh, cool podcast content you wouldn't get otherwise. If you JJ, little, go gross like if you got if you got a good uh, if you got a little road trip coming up. Yep. If you got a vacay, if you got a terrible job, terrible job, stuff will really come in handy. Uh-huh. That so, sounds great. And uh, yeah, and you keep the show going because if uh, people didn't support it, we'd quit. I'd quit. Yeah, Jordan, I don't know. Would you? I'll, I'd quit. Jordan would quit, quit in a goddamn I mean, second. The truth is, Jordan Jordan and I have been friends for so long, mm-hmm. we can barely stand each other's company. Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't like, you know how they say there's like pheromonal attraction? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I now with Jordan have pheromonal repulsion. Sure. Like there is a smell. You can only, yeah. There's an unconscious smell <laughs> that disgusts me about Jordan it. Morris. I don't believe it. And uh, and so yeah, the only thing that's keeping us here is those sweet greenbacks. Yeah, uh, no, but it's it, it's uh, and and you know, kind of the knowledge that there's people out here who like this gosh yeah. darn thing because the Lord knows nobody's given us a CISO. Nope, we don't got no CISO. Uh, so we we're basically even, we don't even have a super deluxe. Yeah, Penelope, queen of pets. Yeah, we can. Uh, you know, we could. <laughs> we can. It's oh an example God, of a super deluxe show. Thank you. <laughs> you know, we can tour and. You know, get 50 people to come out. Yeah. Well, so, often we can get as many as 120. Sure. Between 50 and 100 people. Yeah. So, you know, this, this isn't, a, isn't, a, isn't a huge blockbuster operation, but we do have uh, a lot of very cool fans, and it's nice that they come out and support it. So no doubt. The, the knowledge that there are cool people who will support it uh, keeps, this, keeps this dumb thing going that isn't uh, really getting us anywhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, so we thank you, and it's totally totally important that you support it. And uh, there's tons of stuff you get anyway, so uh, it'll this be cool and fun. Podcast is rightfully beloved. If it weren't thank for you, if it nice weren't you for say. your support, Brian would have starved long ago. Sure. At the end of the day, this is about Sunny D. Mm-hmm. Sure, you say doesn't isn't Sunny D a professional television writer <laughs> sure. now? Yes, granted. Mm-hmm. But before, previous to that, our producer, Brian, 
uh, whose laughs may or may, may either likely either thrill or deeply upset you mm-hmm. outside the studio. Um, he literally could have starved at many points, mm-hmm. and then we would never have had the E primetime soap opera, The Royals. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, just think of it that way. In a way, you are preserving, <clears throat> you are preventing an alternate history in which Elizabeth Hurley is unemployed. <laughs> So yeah, uh, and I think our uh, our shows for those couple weeks are going to be extra special and fun too. So uh, you got that to look forward to. Yeah, you get to, we're going to have super special favorite guests and uh, all kinds of great shenanigans. And we're doing a live show to close out the whole thing. There you go. That all kicks off March 14th, runs for two weeks. The last Friday night, we will be doing a live show with lots of special guests. So we hope that you will support us and Maximum Fun. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the Neckerchief King. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Paul Rust, planter's wart. <laughs> wow. Wait, what happened to the sand collector? You don't have to change. Sold, you don't sold, have to. Okay, sold you're tired of it. Yeah. Now you're a kind of I wart. Hate sand now. Really? You've mm. turned on it that badly. Mm-hmm. This isn't just about wanting a fresh nickname. This is a whole lifestyle change. It's a, a, a deep. This is like going to jail and joining the Nation of Islam. Mm. It's like you're on a whole <laughs> new fucking set of shit. Yep. Um, gets in your gets in your socks. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like saying. Yeah, anymore. that's a good point. Gets in your socks. What's the thing that you're into? Planters now? wort. <laughs> you are that, or you're into that. P L A N T A R. For planters, sure. but it's named after a man named Plantar <laughs> <laughs> from the third moon of Crumpla. <laughs> uh, yeah, a Google yeah, image planners fought, work. Plantar fought Godzilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> well, Plantar is an allegory for the West encroaching onto Japan. <laughs> That's why he's wearing that cowboy hat with the boner on it. <laughs> okay, when something momentous happens to you, uh, like an enormous dinosaur monster fights in your streets, mm-hmm. uh, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our beloved signature segment, which is called Momentous Occasions. Thank you. I remembered it. Hey, You're good. welcome. Cool. Let's take our first call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, Brian, and guest. This is Chris. I'm calling from Portland, Maine. I have two boys. I have an eight-year-old and a four-year-old. My eight-year-old is away this week on vacation with his mother. Um, And my four-year-old just came out of their bedroom and said, I'm wearing my brother's underwear and I feel great. All right, you guys. Have a good day. Bye. (laughs) Cool. Good. That's good. That's a good way to establish dominion. That's probably what he was trying to do, huh? I, I remember I came back home from college once and uh, I didn't have clean underwear. So my mom said, you should wear your dad's. And it was like the weirdest version of Freaky <laughs> Friday. <laughs> what kind of undies is your dad into? Gross. <laughs> Super gross dad undies. Gross and stretched yeah. out with no elasticity. <laughs> Browned with age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. 
I was always like, I. Do you think that's why there's such a generational di- uh, divide in the Democratic primary? Do you think <laughs> Hillary Clinton at some point came out in favor of stretched out on? <laughs> <laughs> and baby boomers were like, "Yeah, you keep them. T- you keep them till you can't." Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but Bernie we Sanders grew up at, during the Depression. Yeah. Sure. It's like nobody wants to correct that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders was like, "Replace your underwear every two years, whether you need it or not." Mm. Yes. Millennials are like, yeah, Bernie, "Typical, Bernie. typical spendocrat, <laughs> spending all his money on undies." You know, a lot of economists say that Bernie Sanders' plans to replace America's undies are underfunded. Mm. <laughs> uh, 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 well, technically, that they're under underfunded. Under underfunded. Yeah. Where? <laughs> you know, there's a dominatrix in New York that is that is donating some of her spanking money to Bernie Sanders. That's nice. Yeah, if Aww. you if she if she if you are a Wall Street guy, oh. and she donates uh, she donates twenty dollars from your spanking to Bernie Sanders. Wow. That sounds nice. So yeah, that'll probably involve taking off those undies we mentioned earlier, <laughs> the aforementioned ones. Yeah, that's well, don't the worry, one. it'll be pretty easy. Yeah, they're no longer elasticated. Sure, you just <laughs> slip them right off. These old fat cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's take our next call. Hey guys, uh, I have had a painful IUD birth control thing in me for years now, but this weekend it got so painful that I decided it had to go, and I can't afford a doctor's appointment, so I made my husband do it. It was Ah. the least sexy and most intimate half hour of my life. Half an hour. Love you. Bye. Oh my God, that's awesome! I'm so glad. Surely there's a free clinic or something you yeah, could go to. That's what Planned Parenthood. That's exactly right? what they're talking about when they say that Planned Parenthood has other more services. It's yeah. it'll yank out your rusty old IUD. <laughs> hey, I resent that. Yeah, rusty. Sorry, sorry, Come Paul. Come on, man. Sorry, Paul. You just smell That's like a surname, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad we got to hear your famous catchphrase. That's my surname, boy. <laughs> Because the fans would have been livid if you didn't yeah, say why it. Why didn't he say it? Yeah. It's like he's intentionally like depriving us of that. Do you know? Because I mean, the last time Seth MacFarlane was on here, he didn't do Stewie, and people he yeah. only did. <laughs> do you want to hear really uh, American great, great Dad? Story. Yeah, only did American Dad uh, from the show American mm-hmm. Dad. You guys are familiar with the Birthday Boys? Sure, hilarious, sure, beloved, yeah, uh, beloved, beloved sketch comedy group. Yeah, um, apparently they were at a bar. And uh, they were next to as a group collectively, I think probably. Yeah, they go everywhere. Together, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and I they... think they do spend most of their time together. I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're buddies. Yeah, you don't see that with Monty Python. No, uh, I know, you right? Don't see Eric Idle palling around with well, Michael Palin around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> they were at a bar, and there was a <laughs> Paul. You're fun. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum, I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were at a bar. I wish I wasn't smelling Jordan right now. Right? Yeah, <laughs> That's, me too. That's me too. Yeah, They were at a bar and there was a family crest that had Griffin written on it. And then Seth MacFarlane walked in. Mm-hmm. And they were, I think, a little drunk. Yeah. Got a little excited. <laughs> and they were like, walked over to him. I was like, come over, come over. He's like, what? They walked over. And then they pointed at the family crest. <laughs> Griffin, the namesake of the family guy. And I guess 
his reaction was a mixture of confusion and bafflement. It's like, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, uh, alternative birth control methods, mm-hmm. um, my understanding from family lore is that I was conceived mm-hmm. after my mother had her norplant removed and didn't tell my father. <laughs> that's fun. Isn't that a that's fun cool. story? Yeah, that's nice. I can't say 100% that that's the truth, but that's my understanding. Mm-hmm. That's the story of uh, the Christ child. <laughs> well, yeah. A lot of people think it was like an immaculate conception, but... Uh, yeah. Like Catholics. Right. Yeah. Most Christians. Mary just wanted Joseph to put a ring on it, right? Yeah. That's all those ladies want. They got to get that ring. Yeah, or at least those child support payments. Sure. <laughs> those two. Those two. They're not going back to Philly. All that. Um, that was Mary's motto. I'm not going back to Philly. Yeah. <laughs> No matter moms. what, yeah. oh, I'm no, not Mary. going back to yeah. Philly. Yeah, it seems. I mean, I know that when you are married, uh-huh. things get intimate. That's true. You know, you I've fa- look. I'm not trying to brag, gentlemen, but I found that to be the case. But it does seem like there are some <laughs> mystiques that Why you did should that not even merit you actually taking out your phone and giving me a real air horn. Oh, I'm sorry, but you know what? I'm getting, listen, I'm getting lazy. Do you want to do that thing again about how Mm -hmm. you have sex? Guys. Here, okay, hold on, wait. I'm going to make sure the volume's up. Okay. Guys, Paul, you know, Mm -hmm. I've been married for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't mean to brag or anything, but my experience is that, yes, Jordan's right. Once you get married, (laughs) you do spend some time being intimate. Y'all ready for this? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I even did an extra. Thank you. Did an extra catchphrase. Thank you so much. It seems like you. I seems like you do. You know. You find. I don't know. Maybe they're in some sort of rural area. Right. I don't know. Go to that dog. Have don't have your husband yank out your business. He's got to get all up in that later. You don't want him f- fishing around for hardware. Anyway. That saves like, you a trip into town, I guess. This sounds like a pretty solid vagina monologue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean, on the sure. plus side, get Eve Ensler on the phone. Sure. <laughs> She's <laughs> Eve Ensler. You know what was awful was when she was on the, the vagina oh, monologue. Sorry, yeah. It was awful when she was on the show and didn't do Stewie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Eve. You want to hear Stewie. Anyway. Okay, let's take another call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and Jess. Uh, I'm a second semester senior in college, a few months from graduation, and I just had a threesome with two of my best friends who I met on the very first day of freshman orientation. So uh, that was a long time coming. Uh, Get them, get them, get them. Hey, looks like our boy got out the friend zone, am I right? (laughs) He got out the friend zone in a big way. He put in three and a half years of work, (laughs) paid off. Yeah. Guys, one word. College. Yeah. Jam it in. Yank it out. Jam it in. Yank. Yank. Uh, Y'all well, ready for this? That's nice. Yeah. I'm glad that happened Good for, for him. him. Oh, man. Uh, Paul, not to spoil anything from love, but the uh, first episode has a rather humorous. Uh, three-way themed comedy scene. Uh-oh, it was very ribald. Yeah, it was pretty. 
pretty pretty ribald. Would you say it was ribald? Yeah, definitely. Am I pronouncing shocking? That right? Yeah. Oh, okay. all this all this talk of ribaldry has me ribaldry. <laughs> <laughs> has me all a flutter. <laughs> yes, it's true. And, yeah, uh, I had to. Uh, Watch it with my parents three seats down for me. No, oh. so that was cool. Yeah. Did, did you they get a think boner? It... I think. Did your dad get a boner? <laughs> <laughs> it reached Porky's level height, so <laughs> laughs plus boner. Yeah, uh, yeah. The um, I wonder. I, I just want to say to this guy, mm-hmm. threesome or not, dude, you're living during a glory period. Mm. Last semester of senior year. Sure. Man. Yeah. Relish this. Live my it friend. up. You don't know where you're gonna be in a year. You don't know where you have more barbecues. That's my number one recommendation to you. Get out there and barbecue. Mm -hmm. Threesome barbecue on a cycle. We're coming up. Threesome barbecue. Threesome barbecue. We're coming up on a barbecue season. Make sure you don't accidentally cook any wieners. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. College, college, college. Uh, but I, I am looking forward to barbecue season, L.A. barbecue season. It's going to be a lot of fun. That is going to be Sitting fun. Sitting out by the pool Oof, you got with a grilled hot dog. Yeah. You got it. Maybe somebody lights up a J. Oh, sure. Ooh, sure. Sure. Nice. Get things a little, a little mellow. No, I bet a jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> you could light up you a meant, jamboree. You yeah. meant the lighting basketball legend Julius Irving. <laughs> Dr. J. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not say doctor? <laughs> okay. You set Doctor J on fire. Oh, I don't know where you're. I don't know where you're. I guess I've never known where you've lived. But mm. uh, do you have a barbecue set up where you are these days? I don't. Mm. Wish I did. Yeah, but the guys, who do. I'm a. I'm yeah. a, I, as a powerful dad. Mm-hmm. I am as contractually obligated the owner of a big green egg. Yeah, nice, nice. And I'm not trying to brag again mm. about being married, mm-hmm. but I fucked my big green egg. <laughs> Cool. No. <laughs> you put a ring on it before yeah. I had, right? I've inseminated sure. my big green egg. Uh, <laughs> my green, big green Your big green dick, sure. That would be funny if. I was going to say my big green jizz. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I made some bacon on Monday, that's all. No, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to work. I wasn't feeling that good, so I stayed home and I made some bacon. I smoked a... Uh, 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 pork, whatever it's called, pork belly. Cool. Mm, I love a pork belly. Well, I say cure it and smoke it, and then you're really living large. Hey, and you know what I say? What's that? That's my surname, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Co. <laughs> Hello, Brent. Travis. Welcome to Trends Like These. What's Trends Like These, you ask? Well, it's a podcast where we take the the news trending on the internet and we cover it in podcast form. We go beyond the headlines, beyond the memes to bring you the real story so that when your friends bring it up, you can look real smart. We take things that need to be debunked and we debunk them. And then we take things that need to be rebunked and we rebunk them. We bring you all the details and we give you a spin on it. Our opinions, our thoughts, and we also try to dig up some positive things to talk about so it's not all bummers. Just a couple of real-life friends talking internet trends. So join us every Thursday on MaximumFun.org and wherever podcasts are found.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Paul Rust. Crikey, callback. <laughs> yeah, Good there word. it is. Paul knows the rules of comedy because mm-hmm. he is a comedy celebrity mm. and a comedy veteran. Mm. He's the star of the film. I fought in a war. <laughs> I yeah. love you, Beth Cooper. <laughs> and you were hilarious in that, by yeah, the way. I was crossing my eyes. Yeah, and... whoa, 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 I hope I don't get shot. That was the French and Indian War. Isn't yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, the funniest one. The funniest <laughs> of all the wars. Um, he is this, he's the star of Love mm-hmm. on Netflix. Alongside a uh, fellow friend of the program, Gillian Jacobs, mm-hmm. all goes to Courtney Coyle. She'll be the she'll be the guest on next week's program. Hey, you're in luck. She's awesome. She is. She's yep. a delight. She's the best. She is a delight. Mm-hmm. She was actually our guest on a Pledge Drive grand finale show. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that last year or the year before? I think it was last year. Yeah. Yeah. She came down. She lives in the neighborhood. She just rolled through. And a lover of a uh, weirdo comedy. You got it. Yep. She loves she loves great comedy and public radio. She's my kind of gal. Mm-hmm. Great lady, that Gillian Jacobs. Uh, but Paul Rust, he's a pretty great lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. mean the people can't see this, but I'm dressed as Tootsie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do go on. <laughs> uh, but Paul is uh, uh, Paul is the creator of the hilarious uh, Netflix series Love, which you should definitely mm-hmm. check Please, out. Yeah. All ten um, episodes. All ten. Streaming, right? Would you say it's totally bingeable? I would say it's totally bingeable. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I just wanted good. someone to say it. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. And he's also and he's also the uh, co-writer. He's been working for years and years on this Pee Wee project. Um, and uh, I started in preschool. <laughs> I started writing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have I have frequently mocked Paul for this, but. Uh, his old website used to just mostly just be pictures of Pee Herman that he drew when he was eight. <laughs> it also, I think, had a drawing of my grave. Because <laughs> uh, there was a kid who passed away young. This is a great way to start an anecdote. But he had a gravestone with his picture on it, and I envied him. <laughs> and, so cool. Uh, so I started drawing, like, Mom, Dad. If I die, an untimely death, <laughs> use this as my gravestone. And it was like a, a statue of me with my uh, quote-unquote characters. Mm-hmm. So it would be like, you know how Walt Disney's like shaking the hand oh, of yeah, sure. Mickey Mouse? So it was like me with my arms crossed. <laughs> and then like my character, uh, like uh, <laughs> cartoon characters that I... These characters mm. you had created? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember any of them? Are any of them here with us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They might be. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> hey, get out of here. <laughs> it's Stewie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't tell you. I invented Stewie. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. That Thank guy's you. hilarious. I, I love. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, this uh, this Pee Wee Herman movie, uh, which uh, Paul made along with Paul Rubens, the creator of uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman, and... Um, uh, was uh, directed uh, quite ably by one of the dudes from uh, Wonder Shows. Yeah, John Lee. John Lee, a very a very brilliant guy. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, I was, uh, uh, you know, I went to a screening of it. I was worried to go to the screening because I thought mm-hmm. I sure like Paul Rust. Mm-hmm. I know how long he's worked on this movie, um, and uh, I also like, you know, there could not be a thing 
more important to like who I am as a person than Pee Wee Herman. <clears throat> like sure, really, like more than Monty Python or Saturday mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, um, me too. More than the 1989 San Francisco mm-hmm. Giants. And <laughs> <It's> earthquake. <laughs> yeah, good earthquake. No, that's good, good earthquake. <laughs> Um, but uh, they really knocked it out of the park. It is a fucking blast, this oh, movie. So thanks, I hope people will look forward Thank to you. watching that when that comes on to Netflix in what, April? What uh, March at? 18th. March 18th. So that's coming right up. Yeah. yeah during Max FunCon. There we go. We could be talking about it there. You got it. Oh, speaking of Max FunCon, can I also mention we have opened up uh, – there are reservations for Max FunCon East open right now. 100 bucks. Save your slot. Uh, there will be payment plans. People have asked me that. You can look up the prices there. Uh, it's in the Poconos Labor Day weekend. Um, I'm but there not... are no emotional reservations. That's a good mm, point. Right? Sure. And there are no Anthony Bourdain reservations. <laughs> good, good. I was worried. <laughs> he is not coming. <laughs> um, I'm not going to announce the lineup, but I'll say that if you're a fan of Jordan Jesse Go, you'll be happy with the personalities that are there at both regular mm-hmm. MaxonCon and MaxonCon East. Um, uh, but in addition to those slots at East, we actually, uh, have managed to squeeze a couple of beds out for, uh, regular Max FunCon. Uh, and I, this will go out a couple days after we have done that. So hopefully they will still be there for you, but go to maxfuncon.com. If you want to come to Max FunCon in near LA in June, uh, there are like a literally a handful of beds that we've managed to uh, make available by like moving people around. Um, hey. And this is the oh, very great. last possible second. And this, you know, as you guys know, it sells out mm. right away every year. But uh, then we assign everyone a room. And you, we usually manage to squeeze out a couple extra rooms. So uh, all that information at maxfuncon.com, and we'll talk to you at the Max Fund Drive in just a couple of weeks. Ooh. Uh, we're on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Hashtag it JJGo on Twitter. And we love to see your th- thoughts and ideas. Uh, please do not tell us what we look like. No. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 Brian Sunny D. Fernandez on the boards. Uh, and, of course, we're also on Facebook. There's an awesome Max Fun Facebook group, and you can like Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, and uh, thank you, Paul Rust, for joining oh, us on the thanks program. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a blast. Love well, you, dudes. Always a delight. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.